0: If you have the same vision as International Horse College, which is to have a world where people safely appreciate, respect and enjoy their horses, and the horses appreciate, respect and enjoy their people, then have a look at their website, internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation, 31352. Today's guest is Catherine Fotstat. So Catherine's been here before. If you'd like to go to Horse Chats and search for Catherine, which is C-A-T-H-R-I-N-E, or Fotstat F-O-D-S-T-A-T, you'll be able to find her previous chat. And today she's going to talk to us about life lessons she learned from horses. So she talked a little bit about how horses have helped her in her last chatter or in the first one, but today she's going to talk to and just expand on that, which I think would be absolutely brilliant. Certainly looking forward to talking to it. And how are you today, Catherine?
1: Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. From Norway. It's eight <laughs> oh, in the yes, morning here, here so it. we are like in the opposite time zone wow, so of you. Wow. But I'm ready.
0: Perfect. Now, first of all, why did you choose this, this lesson? Because you talked a little bit about... How you've learned some life lessons from horses in your first chat, but why did you actually choose this one? Is it because you know that's something that people can expand on? Because you're going to get horses from people from all different types and backgrounds and everything else, and horses are going to be able to help them. But is that because you've had that personal connection yourself?
1: Yes, I, I have experienced this mm-hmm. uh, on a personal level. Level. Yep. yep. How horses uh, has. Uh, changed my life okay, and good. me as a person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, was it Winston Churchill who said that? It's something about a horse that changes yeah. the inside yes. of
0: a human. Yes, yes, the inside of the man. That's right. Yeah. So the first one is you've said that you're a failure at school. You learned how to learn and succeed with horse school, but it was about horses. Um, learning, would you like to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes, because I think what I uh, wasn't aware of at the time was mm-hmm. that if you want to learn something and master something, you kind of, you need some self-discipline and yes. routines. Yes. And I didn't have them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: But the horses have a tendency to discipline you a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if, if I was late at school, uh, it didn't matter so much to me. But if you are late uh, for feeding your horses, or you don't keep your stable, nice and clean, and you don't have any routines for the training, Mm -hmm. then uh, things are soon going to be a mess. And the horse will sure tell (laughs) you that this is not good enough. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that kind of uh, sticks a little bit deeper, hurts a little bit more than if uh, a senior or adult person is... uh, is telling you it. Yes. You know, it's a huge difference there. Yep. yep. So, yep. from uh, t- taming horses in Iceland, I, I got some self uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. From Good. the horses. <laughs> yes. And work ethics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Okay. The next one you've got is put your mind to it.
1: Yes. Uh, because um, if you are not engaged in something mm-hmm. and not inspired uh, and see, the results of your efforts, what they're going to lead to, it's very difficult to stay motivated.
0: Yep, yep.
1: But I was very motivated to succeed with horses and to do my best to become a better rider and to learn more about horses. Mm -hmm. So then it was very easy uh, to keep the motivation up for for finishing studies at Holar. And when I had finished uh, the studies at Holar, I could go further on to college mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of do the same there without, without the subject being horses because I've initially, yeah.
0: So you needed horses to get you motivated, to get you going in the first yeah. place, to develop that habit. And even the habit for the, the routine and everything, you've used horses to develop good habits that are going to give you yes. the life lessons. Yep. What about confidence? You've got the next lesson is confidence is key.
1: Yes, it's uh, important to believe uh, in yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's... especially with horses as well, because if you are not confident, it will kind of wear a- a- on to the horse somehow. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Okay, okay.
1: And they will tell you pretty soon that uh, something isn't right here, you know. Yes. <laughs> they yes. are our mirrors.
0: And do you find that they push you out of your comfort zone a little bit? You know, you think you're confident, you're right. You're happy, you're confident, and then the horses just push you a little bit out of that comfort zone, just that bit more. Which initially it's pushing out of your comfort zone, but then creates a bit more confidence. Yes. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And they they keep doing exactly that yes. <laughs> because yes. you always learn something new. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You can at times uh, think, "Oh, I figured it out," you know. <laughs> now, this is, yes. uh, this is how it is. Yes. And then some days later when you'll be practicing your new method, then you kind of see something new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe if I go into that, see how uh, you can. Yeah, it's an ongoing, never-ending learning process. Yes,
0: yes. Just yes. as you get comfortable in one situation, the horse wants to push you out into another situation where you've got to expand your comfort zone again.
1: Most definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can give an example. Yes, please. Um uh, there was a, a lady and she had bought a very calm horse to mm-hmm. build her confidence. Yes. And after a few months, she was kind of bored of the horse because it was too calm and she wanted a faster horse. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of I told her, you know, you can work on this. You can make your uh, slow horse Faster and and work on motivating him and, and changing him and he can be very very fun to ride. Yep. But if you buy yourself a fast horse, you are probably just working on something else. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always working on something uh, with your horse. Yep. Uh, so yep. Uh, I think she was uh, a bit pleased with that because Good. the solution is not always to buy a new horse, but to find ways to make your the horse you own your dream horse.
0: Yes, yes, that's right. Make it be the one that you want it to be. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: because you can come a very, very long way with the horse that you already have.
0: Yes, yes. Now, something else about being present in the moment is that horses don't judge you. That's your next lesson. They don't care if you're a princess or if you're homeless.
1: Yes, that's for sure. They they don't care about titles or if you have a fancy home or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. What they care about is that you are present in the moment because horses live in the moment yes and yes. i also think they might also care about if you are true to yourself mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. like if you are trying to hide your emotions that's not a very good thing around horses to pretend you are something you are not yep yes
0: uh, they're very intuitive they, they know don't they they know if you're trying to hide something
1: yeah, yeah. they are intuitive and sensitive
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the next one, which is focus on solving the problem rather than winning the battle?
1: I think that's a, a key thing uh, as a horse trainer, mm-hmm. because if you go into uh, to say a, a conversation or a training session with a horse, with uh, with this in your mind that you are going to win some kind of battle. Yes. I think you will get the horse much more against you, Mm -hmm. and the horse will probably behave like your intention of how the horse is uh, behaving, if you know what I mean. Like, if you go into, yeah, this horse is really stubborn, I have to win this battle and make him go forwards, you know, he will probably just be even (laughs) more stubborn. Yes. So solve the problem, you know, why is the horse being stubborn? Yep. And then you can come up with all kinds of solutions and, and try different things, but your mind is set on helping the horse mm-hmm. rather than uh, winning a battle with the horse.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the next one is be true to yourself and your feeling. Horses don't like mixed signals and discover if humans hide their emotions. We talked about the little bit, but would you like to talk a bit more about this?
1: Yeah, I, I could say that... Um, Horses are in some um, sense um, therapists.
0: Right, yes. Because I think yes. most
1: of uh, riders and horse trainers who's, who have been doing this uh, for several years, been mm-hmm. with horses, they will maybe discover things in themselves that they need to work on.
0: If you're an equestrian coach or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look, horsechats.com. What about allowing horses, kids, and yourself to protest? Because you talked a bit last time after you went on the long ride. What was the the long ride, the race called? The Mongolian Derby. Yes, yes. So you talked a bit about this and after that, you know, about horses – Maybe not being honest, but allowing horses, kids and yourself to protest, to speak their mind and don't hold emotions on the inside.
1: Yes, this this is a, a big one that mm-hmm. uh, when I implanted this in my horse training, it changed very, very many things. Yeah. Um, yep. I think I've had a, a kind of a tendency to constrict horses and control them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. think i thought a bit that that was what was riding was all about yes to be able to make the horse do stuff but in mongolia if you try to constrict these horses it uh, they felt like it was a threat to their survival Mm -hmm. because they are they are semi-wild and they they kind of need to be semi-wild to function yep in in mongolia yep so if you if you were micromanaging them they they didn't want to have you on their back because they experienced that as very, very threatening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you allow them to kind of speak their minds a bit and, and by the way you were kind of giving them some rein and, and trying to follow their movements in the saddle, yep. uh, they didn't experience it as as threatening to have mm-hmm. a rider on their back. Okay, Because they knew that the rider listened to them mm-hmm. and that they could, um, you know... Um, take you out of danger. And sometimes the horses did that. Yep. Because yep. The, these dogs were coming out and uh, and they then just needed to bolt away from them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Take their own decisions a little bit. Mm. And yes, sometimes mm. the horse needs to protest. And instead of seeing that as a disrespectful behavior and you want to win that battle, mm-hmm. you can say, okay, maybe this horse needs to protest a bit, you know. Yes. Okay, let's get it out of the system.
0: Yep. Yeah, maybe the horse knows a little bit more than what I know sometimes too.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we have many stories about that, mountain lions and snakes and stuff that the horse has discovered, but the rider doesn't see.
0: Yes, Yep. yeah. All right, now you talked a little bit about the ball. You've got good things take time and creativity. you want to talk about the horse ball and and the connection you're getting with your horse?
1: Yes, um, I um am... there are no shortcuts here, and and maybe especially if you get uh, a horse that is um, sensitive or or maybe a bit more complicated than than most horses, because I think about 90% of all horses they tolerate a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. done to them. That's not maybe good to do, but okay. they tolerate it, and that's how it look. It looks like as if it works, but if you Get that one special horse, you know that doesn't tolerate this. Mm-hmm. And, and often these special horses are are mares. I must say, uh, somehow they are mares. They are not uh, uh, as easy to uh, uh, to handle, maybe as uh, stallions and geldings. Mm-hmm. They are a bit more complicated often, yep. because they are have this inbuilt ability to take care of foals and 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 yeah, maybe like women, they have um, more things in their life that they have to to achieve with their bodies, you know, bringing up a foal and giving milk and sure. taking care of it. Yep, yep. So, uh, if you come at a horse like that, is is a gift mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it will it will make you creative and and maybe also put the time into the training that's needed, and and your change your mind on on how things work. Yes. Like you learn a whole, whole lot if you manage to train a horse that is not so easy to Mm -hmm. train Mm -hmm. in the first place. Yep, yep. So, and that's, if you know, get the connection with a horse like that, that's amazing. But it takes time and it might take some creativity. (laughs) You can't read in a book how to train that horse.
0: Sure, sure. Because
1: uh, regular training might not work.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Now, horses in cultural heritage and history, and I'd like you to talk about Ride Like a Viking a little bit. Yeah, we can experience the past by visiting different horse cultures. So what horse cultures would you recommend that people visit?
1: Oh, I I think I might uh, here just uh, imagine my own bucket list.
0: Okay, good, Uh, good.
1: Because uh, I think... um, on my list is definitely the cowboys. Oh, you know, okay, The yes. working cowboys, yes. yes. Because that's a cultural heritage mm-hmm. that has existed for a long time and that still exists today. And uh, you find them both in, uh, yeah, in Australia mm-hmm. and in the United States and also in Latin America. Yep. Uh, the gauchos there out on the Pampas. So uh, I really, I really have a very... Weak and soft spot for the cowboys, I must <laughs> say. <laughs> and um, uh, I went to Mongolia myself, yes. which was uh, changed uh, a lot in how I think of uh, horse keeping and horse riding and horses in general. Yep. Uh, at least the horses we rode there, they were very horsey, very wild
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and honest. Yep.
1: And it was amazing to see how how the Mongolians, they really treasure their horses, Mm -hmm. but still they give them the freedom and don't tame them so that they become too um, depending on humans. Okay, yes, yes. They are uh, very concerned about keeping the horses a bit wild so that they can survive on their own without Mm -hmm. human uh, help, help from humans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now horse knowledge is international. So thinking about the methods may differ because they do, you know, even from trainer to trainer, country to country or or discipline to discipline, but the horse is basically the same. So you know, we're talking about so just as humans and skin colour orientation does not make us more or less humans. Would you like to talk a bit about that statement about about horse knowledge as international? And although the methods may differ, the horse is still the same.
1: Yes. The the horses is, are horses, or if they are draft horses or Arabians, you know, they still have these kind of same basic features.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they are they are herd animals. Yes, and they are flight animals, and they eat grass. Yes, you know that is uh, very very strong in all horses. And it's the same for, for all the breeds. Mm-hmm. So a ho- horse is a horse. And what I found in, in Mongolia after a, a couple of days there, uh, you know, although the Mongolians didn't speak English and I didn't speak Mongolian, you know, we could still have a, a pretty deep conversation ah, about yes. the horse just by using sign language.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Because they knew horses and I knew horses and... Uh, in that way I I could get some information about the horse I had picked or, or gotten mm-hmm. before I, I rolled off. Sounds really interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's a good lesson itself, isn't it? Yeah. And just having that common interest and common thread of interest is is very good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um I am uh, uh, always trying to explore new horse uh, cultures. Yes. Because I think I learned so much from going to to visit uh, other uh, nations horses mm-hmm. and and, uh, and their cultures. so we are we are going to India in February.
0: Yes yep
1: and yep. I'm already seen uh, several um, movies from from India and uh, and the Marwari horses and the Indian horse culture. And if you think that the cow is holy in India, I think uh, the horse is even holier <laughs> okay. Okay. Because that they use the horses a lot in celebration and how they kind of dress them up with silk colored scarves and colors and and have these rituals. Mm-hmm. I saw a movie about a young boy who uh, went to bring home a mare and a foal. Yeah. And when the mare and the foal came to the stable, there was a whole ceremony around uh, the homecoming of these horses yeah yeah they had made special cakes for the horses and they put you know colors in on their foreheads and (laughs) silk scarves and they really made them feel very very welcome and Mm -hmm. special Mm -hmm. and i think everyone who has been uh in the show horse industry to call it that can do maybe the same with their horses you know To make, if you have an event upcoming after, you know, maybe in a month or two months, Mm -hmm. make that horse who is going to participate in the event and shine, make him feel special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give him the best place in the stable, give him some extra, you know, maybe a little silk scarf there or, you know, (laughs) something and and make that horse feel special. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when it runs around you know in the paddock, you can go like, "Wow, yeah, you are amazing <laughs> and they they really uh, of course they they feel this and uh, and uh, acknowledge it yep. definitely, yeah they are not mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> so some uh, trainers might try to put the horse in a dark stable so that when it comes out of the stable it, it's very bright, and they will kind of lift their legs and, and be excited because of keeping being kept in a dark place, Yep, you know, that's not good. Mm-hmm. But you can do the opposite. You know, keep the horse in a really, really bright place and give the horse lots of love and praise and admiration. Yes. And you'll see the horse will blossom.
0: Okay. And I yep. think
1: the, the Indians have, uh, they are probably really, really good at this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, it is a lot of heritage, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
1: it is. And you yeah. can learn from different horse horse cultures, most yes. definitely.
0: Yes. All right, Catherine, it's very good talking to you. I learned so much, you know, and just having that different perspective, you know, thinking of different horse cultures and, and life lessons, you know, and, and I think that's really good. And, and more to think about, more to think about how horses can help us, how they just are part of our lives now and how much we need them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would definitely not be where I am today mm. without horses. Yes. Not a chance. Yes. You know, so I, I owe them my life.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I do Okay. All right. And do you want to talk about a particular instance that um you owe your life to them?
1: Yeah, I think it it's an ongoing process somehow. Yep. Okay. Uh it, it's very profound, you know, that I, I dropped out of school mm-hmm. and I was sent to this rehab center where they had horses. And yep. through the horses, I, I learned discipline and, and got motivated to continue in school.
0: Yes, good.
1: And, you know, I wouldn't have my college degree without horses. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Yes. And
1: I think it's always good to have education because it can't be taken away from you.
0: No, that's right. No, I can that's lose right.
1: my farm and mm. I can lose mm. my horses, I can lose my car. Mm. But, you know, the college degree, no one can take away from me.
0: Yes, yes, that's right.
1: So even if I'm imprisoned, you know, I would still have this college degree. Yes. Thanks to the yes. horses. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. Yes, so definitely invest in education if you can.
0: For sure, it's for always sure. always
1: more to learn and uh, it gives you kind of a bit of confidence too. Yes. Have that yes. uh, education to, yeah. uh, and customers they are uh, concerned about it. You know mm. they would mm. rather pick somebody who has a degree in horses than somebody who doesn't.
0: Exactly, exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's not just having the degree or having the the qualification that you've got. It's everything that you learn within the qualification. You know. So yes. while people say, "Oh, I've been with horses for my life, but I don't have a bit of paper," it's it's not just the bit of paper, it's everything you learn within the bit of paper that um, puts you at that level that you yeah. qualify.
1: and it's much easier to teach others as well if you have had been taught something yes. in the system yourself. Yes, yes.
0: Catherine, yeah, good to talk to you and um, we'd like to talk to you again, especially after you come back from India. I think that would be interesting, you know, just so yes. you can pick up some lessons there and I'm sure that you will, you know, pick up lessons, pick up things that we can learn from your experiences in your trips
1: i'd be happy to <laughs> talk to you again Good. in march i think it will be
0: yes that'd be yes. perfect all right thanks and we are Kate. back from india yes
1: thank you That's okay a- have a lovely evening <laughs> I
0: will. you have a lovely day <laughs> thank you yes
1: thank you okay bye bye
0: if you've enjoyed this chat then please comment rate and subscribe